Welcome to the Odyssey Podcasts. This is Jean Cavellos, Director of the Odyssey Writing Workshops Charitable Trust. Odyssey is a nonprofit with the mission of helping writers of fantasy, science fiction, and horror improve their work. To fulfill our mission, we offer a six week workshop each summer in New Hampshire, online writing courses and webinars each winter a critique service and consultations year-round, and many free resources, including these podcasts. Please consider making a donation to Odyssey so more writers can build their skills and realize their dreams. We can only continue each year with the support of donors like you. For more information on Odyssey, visit odysseyworkshop.org. Podcast 101 is an excerpt from a lecture by Mary Robinette Kowal at Odyssey 2016 on using the MACE quotient. This excerpt will be continued in Podcast 102. The text of this recording is copyright 2016 by Mary Robinette Kowal. The sound recording is copyright 2017 by Odyssey Writing Workshops Charitable Trust. Jean has talked to you about uh, Orson Scott Card's mice quotient. I have clearly modified it. I teach the mace quotient. Basically, every story can be told in multiple ways. What this, this tells you is where you're going to start and stop the story, where you're going to dip into the character's life and then dip back out again. This also tells you what is driving the story. Every story is made up of milieus, places, settings, uh, answers, questions and answers, characters, obviously, and events, things what happen. The reason it's called a quotient is because the balance of this shifts depending on the story. In a novel, you're probably, you have multiples of these running simultaneously. Short stories, you probably have just one or two. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through and look at each of these as the starting and stopping point. Then we're going to talk about how they affect the middle of the story. And I, I also want to be clear that this is a tool. This is not clearly the only way, but this is, this is something that will give you repeatable results. All right, milieus. They begin when you enter a place, and by you I mean your main character. And it ends when your main character leaves it. So the thing that is driving that story is the place. Begins when you enter, ends when you leave. With milieu stories, um, these are things like Around the World in 80 Days, Alice in Wonderland, Joe versus the Volcano, and, and pretty much any man versus nature story falls into the milieu, milieu camp. Answers, an answer story. This begins when your character asks a question, and it ends when they answer it. So answer stories, mysteries. Mysteries are classic answer stories. Uh, Sherlock Holmes, straight up answer stories. There's really not much of anything else going on in that. Scientific discovery, I mean, that's a science mystery. So begins when you have a question, ends when you answer it. And when, again, when I say you, I mean the main character. Character stories. Character stories are about an interior conflict. They begin when the, there is an upset of the character's self-identity. 
and they end when the character's self-identity solidifies. So what do I mean by self-identity? This is the way you define yourself. Uh, it is very precious to us. When it is messed with, whether it is messed with through our own self-doubt or through external forces, when it is messed with, we have problems. This can be romance. You know, I'm a charming billionaire and a philanthropist. No, you're a jerk. I'm, am I a jerk? <laughs> you know, I am a jerk, but I will be a charming philanthropist by giving my billions to the people. Now I am the person I wanted to be. So that's, that's a crappy example, but example. Coming-of-age stories. Classic character stories. I'll never be popular while I wear these glasses to school. End of the story. I've taken my glasses off and now I'm popular. <laughs> or, I haven't taken my glasses off. I'm still not popular, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> or, I haven't taken my glasses off and I'm popular. <sighs> All of those are beginning at a place where the character's self-definition they are unhappy with it, they are upset, there's an upset of their self-definition. It ends when that self-definition is solidified into something that they can accept. They don't necessarily have to be happy with it to accept it, but they have accepted it. Character story is the hardest one to understand. You're all going through a character arc right now. Am I a writer? <laughs> I want to be a writer. Am I a writer? I'm not a writer. God, I suck. <laughs> Uh, wait, no, no, I wrote something. They, li they, they, they liked it. I might be a writer. <gasps> event. An event story is about exterior conflict. So it begins with a disruption of the status quo. And it ends with a restoration of the status quo or an establishment of a new status quo. These two are closely related. So a, a character, the, uh, the, the disruption of the character's self-identity is in many ways a disruption of their status quo, but it's their interior status quo. Uh, an event story is a disruption of their exterior status quo. So I'm going to use Wizard of Oz for an example. So I've said that this governs where the story begins and ends. I've also said that you will have multiples of these in a story. When you're dealing with multiples of these, um, if you are have ever done programming, this next phrase will explain everything and you can safely ignore everything else. Nesting code. Okay, for everybody else, first in, last out, but let's take a look at Wizard of Oz. Basically what you wanna do is you want to close the, close the tags in the inverse order that you open them. So let's take a look at Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz begins as a character story. There we go. Dorothy is dissatisfied with her self-identity as a Kansas farm girl. She doesn't like that. Then we have an event. Tornado! Then we get a milieu. We go into Oz. And then we have a question being asked. What are these ruby slippers? How do I get home? How do I get home is part of the milieu. These two are tied together. Okay. We go all the way through Oz. We get to the end of Oz. And then Glinda says, the ruby slippers will carry you home. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> She'd said that earlier. A lot of the story wouldn't have happened. But 
you get the answer. That closes out the answer portion. Dorothy goes home. That closes out the milieu portion. She arrives home. All of the damage has been cleared up, which closes out the event portion. And then she says, I didn't need to go looking any farther for adventure than my own backyard, closing out the character portion. What happens when you've got a story that feels like it ends, and then it ends again, and then it ends again. Hello, Lord of the Rings. It's Two Towers, I think it is. The one that will never end. Return of the King. That's mm -hmm. the one. <coughs> one of the things that ha is happening is that their, their tags are out of order. So whatever you enter with is very likely one of the things that is driving the story. Those first two tags are probably your two most important tags. So... One of the things that is that is happening here is that when you answer this question, that the story is feels over to the reader. The thing that was pulling them through. Let me demonstrate. Let's take the event. I'm going to close it out of sequence. You remember in Wizard of Oz, there's that scene when Dorothy is in the witch's castle, and we see uh, the Aunt Em in the hourglass, and she's going Dorothy, Dorothy over and over and she's sobbing. This is a reminder, that is a piece of the event that is going through. It is a reminder that the status quo is still disrupted. If when Dorothy had looked in that hourglass, Antim had been sitting on the front porch of a fully restored home, knitting quietly, the status quo had been restored, no Dorothy was needed. When Dorothy then returns from the milieu and we see again, oh, everything is back together. This is already closed. This is a letdown. The, the, the drive to get out of the milieu has been removed. Dorothy's self-identity is, should I be a Kansas farm girl? Gone. Uh, so, this, so we get this, this sense of, of, of a letdown. And what, part of what happens is that you can't rebuild the tension. One of the things that's going on here is that the amount of time that you spend with each of these is kind of how much tension it has for the audience, how invested they are in getting that particular piece resolved. This is the end of part one. For part two, listen to podcast 102. The text of this recording is copyright 2016 by Mary Robinette Kowal. The sound recording is copyright 2017 by Odyssey Writing Workshops Charitable Trust.